All right, Mac and Stu here, and you're listening to the Wise Guys Podcast, where we go rogue as we apply wisdom to the everyday to help us do it just a little bit better. In this episode, we're going to just, uh, yeah, it's all about being rogue, no doubt about it. We're going to apply some wise wisdom and try to evaluate and sort of just uh, reframe maybe a little bit some of our well, kind of sacred cow Christian religious beliefs. You know, I mean, and that's a that's a biggie. Stay with us. All right. That, I know that's that's a topic. Religion and politics, right? Can get us in trouble. But hey, we're the wise guys. So into the fire we go. What do you think, Sco? Yeah. Hey, Matt. Good to see you. <laughs> we're really yeah. going to talk about religion, huh? <laughs> Christianity, <laughs> all the above. You know, first of all, let me just say namaste to all you yes. beautiful exotic cocktails out there. We love that you're here. And, and please hear me now. Please hear me. We have something for all of you, mm-hmm. right? Whatever your beliefs are, whether, and if, and if you don't have beliefs, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? We uh-huh. have something for everybody here. We think that this is going to help you do life just a little bit better, which is what we're all about. Right. Right. No, great, great point. Because even though Stu and I will, will run life through our Christian, you know, you know grid, uh, we certainly respect, and we're going to talk about that tonight. You know, you know, wh- wherever you might be coming from on the spiritual religious spectrum, and even if, like Stu said, it's it's not, it, it's zero, because these are some perspectives and ways to look at ways we've always looked at things, and and maybe be able to make some adjustments or look at some things a little bit differently. So it's still going to be applicable, as Stu said. I, th- I think just don't. Don't get hung up necessarily on the Christianity part of it. You know, it's good. Yeah, Mac, you bring up uh, a really good, good point. Run it through your grid, whatever mm-hmm. that is. This is how wisdom works, right? Right. You run it through your exactly everything you've learned and experienced in life. Yes. So years ago, I came upon a book because I, I got the proverbial well i even should i shouldn't even probably use that word i got for what was for me the christian ug <laughs> and Stu lived this with me he I was remember this. right there yep <laughs> he, was, he was he was my sounding board he was my he was just that was it was so beautiful quite frankly i was so thankful to have him you know <laughs> uh, because for for a lot of my friends and a lot of a lot of stuff you know i went off the reservation and that can be pretty painful. That can be pretty dramatic and drastic. But at the end of the day, I just, there was some things about what I had always been taught. And this is where this is applicable for everybody, this concept. I was taught and believed and was was, was just right on with whatever it was, the, the theology, the dogma, the way to look, the truth, whatever it might be. And, and again, everybody has that, whether you want to put it into Christianity or not. And for me, I got to a point where just some of that, not all of it, but some of that just wasn't working anymore. It, it, it just didn't line up. It, was, it, it didn't resonate with my heart. I, and, and it really boiled down to I couldn't look at God that way anymore. That was what it was for me. It just those things, those theological things that I just had the ug over just just didn't seem godlike to me, even though I was taught they were from the time I was really small. Right. You know? Yeah. And I'll uh, bet, you know, Matt, you know, Mac, I'll bet that there's a lot of people out there that have gone through this or maybe are going through it right oh, now. Yeah. That roadblock, that stop where it all of a sudden 
something happens and you don't have the same perspective that you had before. It look it looks different now, right? Mm-hmm. It's like instead of seeing it from this side of the road, now all of a sudden you're on the other side of the road. You're like, whoa, looks different <laughs> over here. Now yeah, what? Exactly. <laughs> now what? Yeah, that's that's the great question that you do <laughs> ask. You know, so. What came under my radar, one of the things that affected me, we're not going to talk about it here, but we've alluded to this before. One of the things that, that came across my radar was Rob Bell's Love Wins. And we're not going to go into that tonight in, in this episode, uh, but, but it, was a, it was a major shift for me when I read that. And he echoed many of the same promptings of my heart. I didn't articulate them like a Rob Bell did, but I was like, yes, yes, yes. And, and this, where we're, we're going to talk about tonight are some excerpts from another one of those same kinds of things. Came along a little later in the picture, uh, and it was a book uh, called The Phoenix Affirmations. Mm-hmm. And the tagline is A New Vision for the Future of Christianity. And it was authored by a guy, it is authored by a guy named Eric Ellens. All right. And great story behind why, who wrote it, why they wrote it. Um, and and it, it, hopefully if you like what we have to say tonight, you'll, you'll pick up a copy and you'll read it because it, it really helped me. And as Stu and I were going through it together, helped us just sort of be able to reframe some of these Uggs. And I came away from it going, well, it's okay to think this way. <laughs> There's other people. <laughs> right. Yeah. Some of it was, no. I'm thinking this way and I think I'm the only one. <laughs> right. And like, oh, wait, there's others. And then some of it was, was wow, like, I never thought of that yeah. like that. Right. That's really cool. Okay, let me see how, let me, you know, run that through my grid. Okay, either I'm with it or I'm going to stick with what I, exactly. what I believe before, you know. Exactly. So, so you know, it's, um, and the reason we're going to talk about it, and we're going to approach this from a Christian standpoint tonight. We're, we're talking to uh, you Christians, all right, of course, to everybody else, but you know, the, the bottom line is, what do we talk about? Moving, moving the needle, right? And mm-hmm. if we move the needle in our own lives, mm-hmm. then the needle gets moved in the macro sense as well. It moves the needle in our communities, in our families, in our regions, in our countries. I mean, right. how else does it change, right? Yeah. And so, you know, in the United States, last year, when the, when the polls were done, 70% of us would say that we are Christian. Mm, that's 70%. A big, that's a big number. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a big number. And so not to not to diminish any other faith or any other, if you, even if you don't have one, we're, we're not saying that. We're just saying this, that if Christians begin in the collective, more of us start to make a difference in certain ways, then, you know, we can really move the needle. <laughs> right. Quite frankly, right? So this is why we're kind of couching this, at least from the Christian perspective anyway, and, and we'll let it go into the rest as, as you can apply it to your own life, right? So I want to start this out by just kind of quoting right from the book on how the book starts out, and it's a dialogue between Eric and uh, this individual that came to him, uh, a Christian girl, and said, here's what she said. Why should I have to explain to people I'm a Christian, but I don't think homosexuals are evil? <laughs> I'm a Christian, right. but I believe women are equal to men. But I'm concerned about poverty, but I care about the earth. But I don't think people who believe differently from me will fry in hell for eternity. How did we get here? You know? <laughs> See, that she's having to make excuses that she— right. that that there's this concept that if that's the way you think, then you're not a Christian, you know? Yeah, it's, it's so tragic. interesting. It's, it, it's tragic, mm-hmm. you know? 
But the way of Jesus, the way is laid out quote, in the Bible and everything's like that, it's a way of life. It's not about a dogma. It's not about a point in, in your theological statement and all of that. At the core of it, it's about a way of life. And we hope tonight, I, I hope this episode, if nothing else, Rogers, if nothing else, gives you hope. That just gives you hope that says, man, I can follow the promptings of my heart because I believe God's driving them. Right. You know? And and I know there's other people out there that will come alongside of me, just like I had Stu when I was going through all the ugh, man. I mean, it, they're there. And uh, and if you if they aren't in your immediate circle, we you can find them. I guarantee you they're out there. Mm-hmm. You know, because as Stu said earlier on, you're not the only way that's the only the only person that's thinking this way. Right. You, you know what this is getting me to um realize, Mac, is that now we're going to grid this as we've already said through Christianity, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of rogers out there that belong to different religions, right? And it, this is true of any religion. There are assumptions people make about that particular religion, uh, religion, and the beliefs that they have that may or may not be true. I mean, you just read some that were mm-hmm. about Christianity, and I'm mm-hmm. sure there's some about, you know, Buddhism, Judaism. Um, sure. Muslim, I mean, or, you know, Islam, you name it, there's mm-hmm. going to be assumptions that may or may not be true. So, you know, one thing I, I wanted to point out before, because we're going to dive into some of mm-hmm. the affirmations. And before we we get there, I just wanted to say this about your faith and your beliefs. To question your faith is not to disown it, but to claim it with deeper passion, joy, and conviction. Amen, man. Right. Yeah, it's it's in the struggle. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way it's designed. And again, I don't care what your, your your religious faith is, without the struggle, without the questioning, without the ug, at times, mm-hmm. then we don't evolve. So it's okay to do this. Is oh, what is gosh, what my point? Yes, is, absolutely. Right? Not, <laughs> lightning's not going to strike you. You're going to be okay. Right. Everything's going to be okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Amen, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> You know, struggle with it. Go into that place that might be scary. Because man, right. oh man, I mean, what you're gonna what you're gonna walk away with, what you're gonna come out on the other end with, I think, is just for us. We've experienced it, and we can't encourage you guys enough. So, uh, there's 12 affirmations that this phoenix, that the group of people that put together these affirmations have. We're only going to hit on a few of them. Uh, we're certainly going to start with affirmation number one. So, yeah, affirmation. You know, it's interesting, Mac. This. This affirmation, I've had other people read this book, and they can't get past this one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so let me read it. Mm-hmm. And then I want to uh, uh, go to some perspective that uh, Eric Elness gave in the book about this affirmation. So here's mm-hmm. the affirmation. Walking fully in the path of Jesus without denying the legitimacy of other paths that God may provide for humanity. No, wait, let me say, hang on a second. All right, no lightning bolt. Okay, okay good. Go <laughs> I'm still here. Good. All right. Yeah, he didn't fry. <laughs> I'm still here. All right. Other here's here's what here's where people cringe and it makes that are Christians and makes them a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Other paths mm-hmm. that God may provide for humanity. So there there's an example in in the book that I want I want to go through that so you and I are hikers. Right. And we've talked about this before. And so there there's a reference in the book how 
um, major world religions can be likened to hikers climbing up different sides of a mountain. And so imagine each tradition has discovered their own unique route for reaching the top. And so while they're climbing the mountain, climbing the mountain, the traditions cannot necessarily like each, each religion can't necessarily see one another. And individuals within the climbing parties may not even be aware that there, uh, there's others ascending the mountain, right? If you can mm -hmm. imagine that, there right. may be religions and beliefs out there that we don't even know about, right? Right. So they they think that alone they are making the ascent. Yet when they reach the top, the climbers are surprised to find one another. <laughs> we all find each other at the at the top where God is, right? Is kind of the way this analogy goes. Right. And so each party reached the same goal you know connection with with a higher power but just by a different route so i, I love this analogy because it yeah it, you know it just really gives you a perspective y yes it, on, it, on this on this first affirmation and the cool right? thing a lot of times we've talked about on this podcast as well is that journey up the mountain a lot of times really is an inward journey to find the divinity within each one of us and and that in itself is a beautiful picture as, as well, that that we all may take a different path to finding or seeking that inner wisdom and that inner place of, of divinity that we have, uh, but it doesn't negate anybody else's journey, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, and we just have to be careful uh, how we, how, how we look at that picture from humanity, because when we say namaste, mm -hmm. Stu says it every, every single episode that we have, mm -hmm. what does that mean? Yeah, yeah, I see the divinity, divinity. in you. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. Regardless, it, it, it isn't. I acknowledge it. I acknowledge, acknowledge your divinity. It. Yeah. And it doesn't say if, right? It doesn't say it, as long as, <laughs> right? You have this particular belief or you acknowledge this. De no. Okay. There's no qualifier on that, right? Uh, so here's one, one more point I want to make about this affirmation. That it it's perfectly appropriate for a person to claim of their faith that it's the best. Mm -hmm. So they have the best path up mm -hmm. the mountain, let's say, right? And they may be the best path, path for them. Right, exactly. Right? So that's perfectly okay. And, you know, we can say, hey, Christianity, that's our path. We love it. It's mm -hmm. the best. Come join us. Mm -hmm. It could be whatever it is, you mm -hmm. know. But it doesn't come with an or else. Right. <laughs> and right. that's the key here because... We talk about this as well, and we're going to just dump this little idea here once again on you that just says that that we can we can use the idea of the identity that Jesus has a certain identity and a consciousness that he had, and we believe that that consciousness, that identity, can be found anywhere and everywhere, in any religion, at any point, and it doesn't matter. It's still that same identity because it's true and because it's universal. Mm -hmm. And so once they start looking at these things in a more, and again, people get, you know, you're going to shudder, your hair's down the back, your neck's going to stand up, you know, this more universal you know, way of looking at things, um, man, this is an exhale. You know, I just think that's the way God is so that's affirmation yeah. number one okay there's comfort in that affirm affirmation to me so big time. right oh i don't have to gosh. worry <laughs> having you know growing up catholic right mm -hmm. and you did too I, I, there were times i said is this am i is this the right way mm -hmm. is this am i doing the right thing yeah. like 
Yeah. You know, so what I, if I, I mess up? Yeah. What I, if don't, I'm, <laughs> I don't feel that way anymore. No. I really don't. No. And it, it helps you how you look at other people too. Mm-hmm. It changes immensely. We're going to talk about that certainly more in some of these affirmations. So. Right. So number two, affirmation number two, and in this affirmation uh, speaks to the Bible, which of course is very central to the Christian Christian faith. But again, if you're of another faith, put your particular you know, wisdom literature in the blank, right? Listening for God's word, which comes through daily prayer and meditation, that's not exclusive to Christianity. Studying the ancient testimonies, which we call scripture, again, same thing, and attending to God's present activity in the world. We affirm that. And that's beautiful, isn't it? Right? We talked about this before sure we is. did the podcast earlier. We're just, who doesn't want that? Who's going to disagree with that? Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Right? We love it. Right. Well, one thing I know for sure is uh, I'm getting messages from God every day, all the time. So th- there was a great, uh, in, in this regard, there's a great quote in in the book from Malcolm Muggeridge. Mm-hmm. And it goes like this. Every happening, great and small, is a parable whereby God speaks to us and the art of life is to get the message. Hmm. Right? We talk about having your antennas up. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> well, yeah. And you may not get it right away or you may get it in a certain way the first time you read it or ponder it. But I used this word earlier and it's, it's indicative of everything we're talking about tonight and it's the word evolution. Mm-hmm. That if for one minute you don't think that your faith evolves or that faith should evolve then all we're going to say is that we think it's an adventure and missing the point you're going to be fine if you don't think that and that's okay but man once you adopt an attitude that oh what's next what's coming oh my gosh i never thought that like Mm -hmm. i I didn't know that oh i didn't look at it that way before oh my goodness so many vistas open up for you and again it's okay to question and to Come, you know, for new infer- for your faith to grow in that way. Just, just a real quick example, right? Think about this: when you were a child, you knew your little world, and then as you grew, maybe four or five, six years old, all of a sudden you saw a globe. You're like, "Well, wait, what's that over there? That's another <laughs> piece of land. Like, what is that? Like, right. all of a sudden, there's more information coming in, and so that's that's kind of even as adults. Absolutely, I mean, we can't claim to know and have experienced everything, right? So, oh my goodness. You know, so why not let it in and see what happens? Well, and, and this is to to this point. Uh, we're gonna when I read the next part, this is what's gonna r- cause the rub. I guarantee you. All right, and, and you know, and, and to, it, here we go. All right, uh, and that's this idea that we've got it figured out. That is definitive. You know that that it's it, the end to it itself, and and that that tends to be a bit arrogant quite frankly all right but anyway let's so here's what the bible here's what the book says uh, and, and i think i'm quoting from it, it again it says the bible is an incredible compendium of other people's relationships with god that were recorded to help us know how to seek our own relationship with god i think that's pretty accurate mm, i love that isn't that beautiful yeah that's the best you know and again mm-hmm. i'm gonna stick anybody the bible put yours in there the quran Right, mm-hmm. put, put whatever you want to put in there. There's there's stories and like this and in, in yeah, all of it. I think mm-hmm. that would be an incredible compendium. Mm-hmm. Of, however, you know it, it. But it's to help us to know God better, right? But here's the hiccup: we confess, and the book will follow this pattern. You will see it if you get it. We confess 
that we have moved away from Christ's path when it comes to the Bible, right? When we have claimed that God's word, the Bible, is restricted to what may be contained in a written document, or that either the recording of God's word in Scripture or her own interpretation of it is infallible. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> Lightning didn't strike you either. Yeah, so right? we're, we're doing good so far. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And again, what's he saying here? That God's bigger than words on a page. It doesn't mean the words on the page are wrong, right? And that not? God can communicate with us you know? and talk to us in other ways. Right. It, and here's the key. This is where everybody's going to get sideways. That's true. And sometimes it may seem like it would stand in contradiction to what you might read mm-hmm. in your faith book, whatever of, liter- of whatever it is, the Bible in this case, you know? And there's where the sideways Nix gets, that it can't do that. And yet, mm-hmm. yes, it can. If you allow yourself the freedom to let God speak to you, you're going to transcend some of this stuff. And that's a tough thing. I know we tend to tend to hold the Bible in such you know, reverence, and I get it. it's a beautiful book, and I love it, but I take it seriously, not, you know, literally, right? And this is just where my journey, and this is what I've come to, and these are going to be some radical ideas to some of you. I get it, right? But but one of the things they talk about in, in the book, and I thought this was great, just let's bring it down. Let's just bring it down a little bit. Let's, let's all take an exhale here over... <sighs> Oh my gosh, you know, what What kind of angst did I just create in you? And if you clicked this off already, all right? And here's the deal. The early church, here's what he says in, in, in the book. The early church, as they were reading the scriptures, here's the litmus test that they apply to it. And that's basically, if we read any part of the Bible, or even if you're any wisdom literature, that, that contradicts God's command, if you will, or encouragement to love God and to love people. Mm-hmm. You know, th- I mean, th- those were Jesus's biggies right there. Mm-hmm. And if, if your interpretation, or if even if it seems to say something that contradicts that mandate, you have to hold it suspect. You know, you have to just hold it a little more lightly than you might otherwise. Yeah, th- at that point, I'm thinking, okay, my interpretation I've got to reevaluate it because if it doesn't fit that, uh, the character of God is what I would call that. Right. If it doesn't fit it, then right. there, there must be something I'm missing. It, it, there it is. See, mm-hmm. there must be something that I'm just not getting because I can't connect the dots that way. It doesn't work in my heart. It doesn't work in my spirit. And there's where some of the old theology, maybe that you were taught that I was taught, doesn't line up anymore and for so many years you just never question it you never Mm -hmm. even bother to think maybe that you might have missed the point a little bit uh, because oh my gosh there's tons of people way smarter than me that think that way so who am i to think that i could you know the slippery slope stuff oh the minute you do that you know there you go and you just have to take that fear of the unknown that fear of possibly looking at it a little differently and, and put that to the side because God's going to meet you. That's what the Bible says. He, that spirit is going to meet you exactly where you need to be met. You know. And it's all about what I've learned from reading not only the Bible but other, other yeah. works. Right. It's about the relationship. 
Oh yeah, and, exactly. And if and if you have to choose something, because if if you go back to what this affirmation talks about, listening for God's word through like daily prayer, meditation, studying ancient testimonies, mm-hmm. things like that, right? If you have to choose a having a relationship or a connection with God outranks, in my opinion, reading something out of a book. So like <laughs> prayer, right? If you're going to pray mm-hmm. or meditate or have a relationship with God in some way, that, I mean, that's what, I mean, think about it. If you're in a relationship with somebody, you want that, right? You don't want them just to always be reading about the relationship. Right. Let's have the relationship, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Reading about it isn't the same as having it, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I love that, man. But yeah, no, exactly. So again, take this for whatever it's worth. This may just crush you to the core, you know, (laughs) but I'm saying if we can just sort of lighten up with it, you know, then um, I think you're going to find that you can exhale a little bit and not be so worried about the consequences, the negative consequences. At least that's been that way for me in my life. And Again, Rogers, here's what we're saying. If you can kind of resonate at all with us a little bit in this, you're not alone. <laughs> okay? You're not alone. So, you know, here we go. And we, we got one more affirmation that we want to sort of give you. But again, there's 12, and we encourage you to read the book. It's it's awesome. But here's affirmation number nine. We kind of skipped. right? We skipped all the way to nine. <laughs> but it ties into two, and this is kind of how you know, we're going to continue to kind of stir the pot in this way. And here's here's what it says. Basing our lives on the faith that in Christ all things are made new. Gosh, I just love that statement. (laughs) I do yeah. Constantly, not like at one time, Mm -hmm. by the way, all right? Mm -hmm. All things are made new and that we and all people are loved beyond our wildest imagination for eternity. That's I've said that hundreds of times since we read that book, haven't I? I love this. Um, So, you know, this, understand the gravity gravity of this situation Mm here, folks. Everybody, every single human being on the planet is loved beyond their wildest imagination by God for eternity. And this is for for the if I could speak to the Christians for a second. Yeah. This is biblical. Mm-hmm. This is in there. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yes, I mean we 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 all have the ability to choose what we're going to do in our life, what we believe, who we love, right? There, there's a great example in the movie Bruce Almighty, right, where <laughs> God gives Jim Carrey of all people all of his powers, right? And the one <laughs> right. thing he can't do, God tells him, is force people to love him. Mm-hmm. And that, wow, that was so powerful because oh. it's God, it, God's yeah. this, he can't force you to love him. Right, right. Yeah. Right. So the fact that he gives you that, the ability, the fact that he says, hey, I love all people. I, it says to me, I want everybody. Mm-hmm. I want to be in a relationship with everybody. I want everyone to love me. I want everybody. I yeah. want to love. I do love everybody. That's how I see that. Exactly. You know? Well, and I it's, think, it, I think it's true. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, we would claim that with, without a doubt. Right. But but again, here's where here's where the hiccup comes in, right? Is mm-hmm. they go in the book, they have the you know the affirmation, and then they have the the ug yeah. part that says, "Man, when we don't <laughs> live up to that affirmation, yeah. we have to do some confessing." Here's what it says: We confess that we have moved away from this path whenever we have denied God's love for all people, or have denied 
the effectiveness of God's eternal will that all be, and here's the Christian word. We're going to just flesh this out in the last minute or so. Saved. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, when God desires, and I do believe that God desires everyone to be saved, but now here's a real question that you got to ask. Saved from? From what? What? <laughs> See? Saved from what? Yeah. And again, in our, we're not going to go into the whole the rest of the theology, Christian theology, but what I think we will say in, in this you know, episode is this, that our belief, our perspective— as we run the love grid, as we run all of this through Jesus's teachings even, and that's this, the, the biggest thing we need to be saved from is ourself. Hmm. That's the truth. You know? Right. That, that, that left to our own devices, you know, we're, we're going to just do lots of crappy stuff and we're going to make lots of crappy decisions and we're going to take ourselves and cause ourselves more pain and others, you know, than we can possibly imagine, right? And we absolutely need to be saved from that lifestyle and saved from that perspective and saved from that way of looking at life. And God can do that. God wants to do that. And the love can overcome all of that stuff. And to me, that is such a beautiful picture of how now the relationship with God makes it not just a little bit better in this case, gang. Okay, I know we always say that in the podcast, <laughs> right. but, but to me, a lot better. yeah, that's exponential, exponential at that point, right? right. So, uh, well, here, here's some money. When you uh, were, I knew you were going to say save mm-hmm. from yourself. That's, I mean, that's obvious, right? <laughs> right? There's some other ways to think about it too. Like you may, you might think you need to be saved um, from how about mediocrity, mm-hmm. right? Not being the best you can be, right? Um, pain and suffering, yep. right? How about just negativity? Ah, uh, love it. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. Right? So. I mean, those are those are some of our default modes, right? Mm-hmm. But we truly believe, and it's seen it in our own lives that that we can be, you know, saved. We can be redeemed. We can be kept from. We can we can just have life be better when we connect. I think with God that loves us beyond what we can possibly imagine. It just doesn't get any better, you know? So, so Mac, I can describe this affirmation number nine in two words. You ready? Okay. Here we go. Love wins. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, again, some of you might've heard that about that book and it might, you know, be on, on the do not, uh, you know, do not call list or whatever. Um, but again, it changed my life big time. And every, almost everybody that I've ever introduced it to has just so thoroughly enjoyed it. So again, if, if you're of the bent and if this resonates with you, we highly recommend that too. Love Wins by Rob Bell, right? So that's all we got this week, Stu. Uh, is that yeah. enough, man? Huh? Oh, yeah. We I, Well, there's, <laughs> there's what, nine other yeah. affirmations? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we you, might have to do another episode with some yeah, other affirmations. Well, you know, we kind of picked some of them that were going to stir the pot more than some of the others. But uh, yes, they're all great. And, and I just, again, so appreciate the work that was done to even come up with them. And, and we applaud that effort. And in light of that, we have to end with... A Mystic Mac Nugget. Mystic, and this is, this I is had to ask you, but this is a Mac. This is a Mac. Here a we Mac are. Nugget. Okay. Again, relating to what we just talked about, right? Here it is. If it's irrefutable, it's domineering. So lighten up. <laughs> you know, the tighter we hold on to stuff, and we're not saying stuff's not true. 
okay? And there is no truth. We're not applying that at all. Right. But the tighter we hold on to what we think is the truth, not only is it domineering, but it also, I think it inhibits us more than frees us, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. So um, there's our encouragement for this week, man. Thanks, Stu. Yeah, it's awesome. this is... It's good. Yeah, we, uh, again, uh, Rogers, we encourage you to uh, to take a look at this book, see if it's something you might yeah. be interested in. Sure. We'd love to hear your thoughts if you decide to go ahead and read some of these affirmations. Yes, we would. And if there's any particular affirmations you'd love to hear us discuss, please contact us through mm-hmm. either you know Facebook, Instagram, um, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. So yeah, great conversation, Mac. Thanks. Yeah, man. Thanks I'll for sharing. S- thanks, everybody. Mm-hmm. All right. Till next good. time. See ya. Okay, all you rogers. It's Mac here. And you may now unbuckle your four-point harness. If you enjoyed this episode of The Wise Guys, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Please share it with your friends and drop Stu and I a note. Subscribing is the fuel that makes it possible to deliver fresh, eclectic wisdom every week. Let us know how you are going rogue. And we'll share some of our favorite off-the-reservation stories on an upcoming episode. And don't forget... Spread the wisdom by liking us on all social media platforms and keep asking the whys. We love having you part of the conversation.